What's up, this your boy Lil Duval, and check out my podcast, Conversations with Unc, on the Black Effect Podcast Network. Each and every Tuesday, Conversations with Unc podcast feature casuals and in-depth talk about ebbs and flows of life and the pursuit of happiness. Unlike my work on stage, I tap into a more serious and sensitive side to give life advice and simply offer words of encouragement, yet remind folks to never forget to laugh. Every Tuesday, listen to Conversations with Unc, hosted by Lil Duval on the Black Effect Podcast Network, iHeartRadio app, or wherever you get your podcasts. Presented by AT&T. Connecting changes everything. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family... Look for delicious Kroger brand products because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger, fresh for everyone. This is the Wells Cast with Wells Adams, an iHeartRadio podcast. Dude, you guys miss me? You're like, is Wells okay? We're concerned about his well-being. As you should have been, because your boy was MIA. guess I can talk about it now. I mean, but I assume you guys figured what I was doing. I was gone. I was filming a reality TV show called Bachelor in Paradise. Not sure if you've heard of it. If you haven't, you should tune in. ABC starting August 16th. I'll be there. If you are a big fan of uh, Bachelor in Paradise, today was actually a big day because they announced the cast. So I can talk about who I had to bartend for this year and say things like, I'm sorry if you did not receive a rose. Please take a moment and say your goodbyes. Which is harder than you think, actually, if I'm being completely honest. So here's who uh, ABC released as the Bachelor in Paradise cast. And just so you know, there will be more people coming than that was released today because obviously some people are still on Katie's season. And if you announce that they, well, are in Bachelor in Paradise, then you know that they will not, of course, win the love of Katie Thurston. At the end of the Bachelorette. But here's who they can announce. You got Abigail, America's Sweetheart, Gotta Love Her. You got Brendan, Deandra, Sweetie. You got Ivan, Jasenia, Grocery Store Joe, Carl with the K, Kelsey, aka Champagne Gate. You got Boy Band Manager, also known as Kenny with great hair. You got Mari, you got Marissa, you got Natasha. We got young Noah, a Serena, another Serena. You got the Taj Juan. I don't know if you remember Taj Juan, but last time she came to Paradise, she couldn't stop sweating. She freaked out on some crabs. Understandable. She yelled into the ocean. She ate spaghetti in the pool and then left. All within like 20 minutes of getting there. Who else is coming? Oh, Queen Victoria will be there. And speaking of Victoria's Victoria Paul. And that is the announcement that ABC made today. And I guess I haven't been on the show since they announced that I'll be bartending and then I'll also be doing other stuff there. The official role is Master of Ceremonies, which is funny because I am a master of nothing. Maybe a master of baiters. Ho-ho! 
That's a whack-off joke. Anyways, excited for that to come out. I think you guys are really going to love the season. It's going to be amazing. It's going to be drama. It's going to be romance. It's going to be all those things. Speaking of, whoa, Hills last night, bro. What happened? The Prats getting all crazy. They need to center their chakras, man. They need to throw some more crystals around their neck because, guys, you're going hard in the paint. Seems like you're kind of ostracizing yourself from the group. Just saying. And the guy that was kind of at the epicenter of all the uh, Pratt drama is Jason Waller, who is going to be my guest on the show today. Big thanks to uh, Amy and Danielle for filling in last week when they had Ashley, Jason's uh, lovely wife, on the show. And she dropped some bombs, dude. Talking about how there's a group chat that the Pratts aren't in. Talking about how they all get together, but the Pratts don't come. Kind of crazy. Kind of juicy. We've had Jason on before. And he's always been super honest, super transparent, love the dude to death. But I kind of felt bad for him in the episode last night. It seems like people are coming at him hard, making up stuff that's not true. Also uncool if you're a recovering addict, like he is. So we'll get his take on the entire thing. Oh, also, we're going to have someone from Siesta Key on the show as well. Because we're just talking all weird MTV shows at this point. Soon, we're going to do like a check-in with Rob Deerdick about ridiculousness and then like is it tiffany amber Thiessen who's on like deliciousness and now there's like acutiness they're just taking shit that works and repackaging it at this point ain't broke don't fix that's what my dad always says all right break come back jason we gotta know what's going on bro because that was crazy last night man what's going on over there this episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. Don't forget to pack the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies for a post-lunch pick-me-up. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. Back and better than ever. The man, the myth, the legend, my favorite person to ever come on the Hills cast slash Wells cast. Uh, Jason Waller, how are you, my man? I'm doing good, man. How are you? Appreciate you having me back. 
Yeah, I mean, I was out of town. I was I was working uh, over in Mexico filming BIP. So Amy and I believe Danielle filled in for me last week, and they had your beautiful bride on the show. And I was listening back, and your girl didn't hold any punches last week, and I kind of loved it. Well, no, man. I mean, enough gets to enough, and we fought very hard for where we're at. When you talk about very sensitive stuff that we've lived through and and uh, you hear those types of things, um, you know, it's you're going to get the the real raw side. It's you know, there was some there was some uh, very hurtful moments that as, as that transpired. We had you on the show earlier in the season and you kind of teed it up for us or teased it a little bit. And then seeing it, I think I was even a little more disgusted by it, if I'm being completely honest with you. I mean, we've talked about, you know, your recovery on this show, and I've always applauded you for just how honest you are and how transparent you are amidst a world of people who I think are less than that. I think I told you maybe last season that it's something that hits home for me because I lost two cousins to substance abuse issues. And it's so not something to joke around about or make light of or even use against people in arguments. And when Spencer said what he said at that dinner party, I was like, you've really crossed a line here. Regardless of who's right or who's wrong, that was very, very out of bounds. And it was funny to see the group collectively go, whoa, not cool. It was next level, dude. Yeah. It was next level. And I think the biggest part of that is, is for those that don't remember, is we were trying to develop a relationship last season, right? We were trying to be open and friendly with the Prats. And I opened up to him about some very vulnerable stuff. And he ended up utilizing using that as ammo down the road. It's just totally unacceptable, totally uncalled for. And it just goes to show that how, you know, uneducated and naive they are when it comes to substance abuse and mental health and what people really go through on a, on a daily struggle. Like you said, Seeing the cast response to it was basically what you, you know, all you needed to see of how distasteful and disrespectful it was. It just seems like that no one really wants to be friends with them. Like they're just kind of there because they're a part of the show. Everyone's kind of done with their shit. Well, yeah, but also, I mean, you can see it through just the episodes. People don't also just want, don't want to deal with the wrath of them because it become you become an obsessive target. Whereas for us, it's like, dude, we're going to stick up for what's right. You know, we're not, we could care less of, and getting into it with them, but we're also going to stand our ground. We're not going to tolerate their crap, dude. It's childish. And to get engaged with that, unfortunately, it was a big part of our life. I mean, we were around them for, you know, the last 13 months. And it's not just as easy as being able to separate from that, especially when you constantly hear it. And I think the really sad part is, is it was actually a lot worse than what they even showed. Really? There was, there was more that you did not see. Uh, me and Ashley kind of looked at each other last night when we watched and we're like, wow, they, they didn't even... There was a lot more stuff. The comment that they made, the, you know, the big, the big thing that Spencer said was around the relapse and different stuff like that. But uh, there were still comments and conversations that I'm surprised they didn't show to even show, you know, how distasteful it really got. So it was worse than what we saw. It was worse. Yes. Jesus. And much longer. It, it was uh, probably, I want to say, I don't know, maybe a seven to 10 minute uh, conversation that ended up taking place to the point of where uh, Heidi and Spencer were, you know, booed out basically. Really? Yeah. Man. It was to the point where I've done these shows for since 2005. Right. And I've never had producers come up to us after and be like, are you like literally like in tears? Like, are you guys okay? Yeah. It was a gnarly, gnarly moment. I'm not looking for sympathy. Like, look, 
the, the last thing in the world that's going to get under my skin and, and drive me to a, a, a bad place is going to be Spencer Hyde. That's not going to be the case, but it was, you know, it was just very distasteful and just very disrespectful. I applaud you for keeping your cool. I relate so much to your wife because it seems like she was just like, what, and like lost her mind, like gloves <laughs> off. Like what the f- did you just say? Right. You were super cool. Like I was amazed at like how chill you were, but you did say something funny where you were like, you're the same fucking weirdo that you were 15 years ago, which I think that everyone <laughs> yeah. is thinking that. I just wonder if like there was some response to that that we didn't see because I just... I kind of rolled out when you said that. Yeah, dude, it was it was priceless. He came back with like trying to throw some more low blows at Ashley and I, and it just got to the point where I just looked at him and I said, "Spencer, go kick rocks, bro. Yeah. Like you're, you're, it's not even worth our time, you know." And that's really where it was at. Is it was very frustrating. It was very hard to try to stay in that state of mind, but I just constantly had to keep saying to myself, like, "He's not worth it. He's not worth it. Stay calm, stay cool, stay clear." And I literally was just re- replaying that in my head because. He's not, you know, it's, it's not. And uh, I know what the, tr- I think that's what it comes down to is I know the truth uh, and I know where I'm at in my life and my journey. And I know where my family's at. And I were very happy, very content, you know, not to sound contradicting the, the real triggering factor of this is when you become open and vulnerable with somebody and they use, use that against you. It's, it's just, that's where I guess shame on me, right. For expecting them to do other than, than what they did. Yeah, you should never weaponize someone's vulnerability. That's just not a cool thing. I have a theory, okay? And I'm just going to throw it out there. You can mm-hmm. you can engage or you can let it pass. Justin, Bobby, and Brody are talking about the blow up like on the ski mountain when they're like tubing or whatever. You know, Brody keeps on being like, well, you know, like Spencer's my boy and, you know, uh, I don't want to get in the middle of it. And I'm sitting there thinking Spencer's got some dirt on Brody and he just doesn't want to get in the crosshairs and have that happen to him on TV. The rest of the cast, I really like, you know what I mean? So I'm not going to say that, you know, I, I really enjoy their company. They're good people. I don't know what it is. I just think that the majority of the cast does not want to get in the middle of the wrath, whatever that may be, because I mean, you hear that people say that often is that they just don't want to be in the middle of it because the Prats are very, very resilient when it comes to wanting to get across a message, whether it be true or not. I wonder if they're going to be victims of their own circumstances. Like they are going to have a hand in building their own demise. It's very obvious that they very desperately want to stay in the spotlight. Their show is called like Make Spidey Famous Again or whatever. You know, it's it's very, very obvious like what they're trying to do. And And I applaud them for that. Like they're very laser focused on it. They've been for a very long time, positive affirmation for bad behavior. In their mind, how to continue to be on this show and continue to be relevant on the hills is to constantly kind of like stir up drama. I wonder if eventually people are going to be like, dude, you can't be on this thing if you're not friends with any of us anymore. Like it doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, but I think it's also gotten to a point though, where it's, it's very apparent to me, like really looking and, and sitting back and seeing this is like, it's sad, man. I mean, they're, they're sick, sick, lost individuals. I mean, that's the way I see it. I mean, I really feel bad for them um, just based on what you're saying and, and what they're doing to, try to gain that attention. Like my heart, my honestly, like my heart goes out to them because I feel like they're very lost. It's taken me a long time to get to that place. Um, you know, to, to really sympathize with that. But after looking at it, it's like, I, I, I hope them well, you know, I mean, I know where I'm going to, I know where I'm drawing my boundary and my line of what I'm willing to engage and connect with them on. But, uh, which is, is not being around them and not, it's too toxic, you know, but I do feel for them. It's, uh, 
it's almost like there there's an addiction that's lying within what they're dealing with. Yeah, there's some projection that's going on with kind of like all their accusations and vitriol that they spit. Have you heard all the stuff that they're saying about everybody on their cat podcast? And I mean, they're just talking about everybody. Who are they going after the hardest? I assume you, right? Ashley, me, Caroline, Caitlin. I guess they were talking. Ashley just texted me a little bit ago. I forget the show that uh, the Prats were just on, but they're talking crap about how you know fake Justin is and how they probably rented a Paramount, you know, uh, location for him to film uh, his childhood home, which that was the most real and authentic thing I think I've ever been a part of on any any show from Laguna Beach or the Hills. That was like the real deal that those people really knew his mom, really knew his, his siblings. And I mean, they're just throwing shade where it's just like, dude, not only is is you're making such false accusations, it's just like, what is your point behind it? Like, what are you trying to prove by saying those types of things? It's like, they live in such a false, like false reality that they don't even know what is true and false anymore. Yeah, they live in their uh, own like echo chamber at this point. The whole like blocking uh, <laughs> of people on social media is kind of stupid <laughs> and silly, but also like kind of where we are in the world. I assume you have been blocked. Oh, did of course. <laughs> Has everyone been blocked? I'm sure at some point. I think that they, you know, I, I, I'm sure there's a good chunk of them that are blocked now, but uh, I'd have to ask everybody where they stand. But it's not the real <laughs> the top of our priority list. Because I think actually they blocked me and I've never even met. The, I've just did a show with the sister at one point. I remember thinking like, this is, yeah. this is the oddest behavior, but. Well, and it's funny you say that because we're all this, like where everything turned with them is again, as we were cordial with them going into the second season, but Ashley did Stephanie's hair and she posted about it and everything got super weird after that. Like, so, I mean, I don't know how deep that issue is. Obviously it seems very deep. Um, but it seems like that's where the tables turned is when Ashley did Stephanie's hair. So I'm sorry that that happened to you. I'm sorry it happened on television for the world to see, but I'm just proud of the way that you handled it. I don't think a lot of people would have been able to keep as cool under pressure as you were able to do. No, I, I appreciate that, man. But again, I, I think that this goes to anybody that's out there that, you know, is struggling or that has recovery that you can, you know, find a life of happiness and you can be content and be comfortable in your own skin. And I think that's, you know, the where I was at when that happened was a true testament to having a program that was in place. I'm grateful because that's not how I would have responded when I'm under the, if I was under the influence have been totally different, let alone if I didn't work a program. It was rewarding. You know, it, it was, it wasn't even hard to watch. It was more more of, I was able to look at it as like, I'm, I'm proud of where I'm at. You know, I was able to kind of take a, a negative situation and look at the positive. The one thing that like kind of, kind of frustrates me about this reality show in particular is that at least from like the world in which I come from, generally there is a hero edit and there's a villain edit. And I feel like in this episode, it's supposed to be the Prats getting the villain edit. But then the next scene is them like cleansing their chakras with some like witch doctor who's banging drums and stuff. There was a little bit of me that was like, don't let them off like that. That's not right. If anyone should be doing that, it should be Jason and Ashley getting a couple's massage or something. And you should be filming that. And that was something that just kind of bu bummed right. me out, you know? We saw that and we had no idea what this, how it was going to pan out after, you know, it was shot. And to just show that after it was, it was just like, come on. You know what I mean? It was, it was, it was annoying. It sucks because I think the night could have been so much fun. Murder mystery dinner parties are really, really fun and funny. And you get to see people's 
just weird side. And I love Brandon so much. Like he is kind of becoming my new favorite character on this show. There's a part of me that's like, Brandon's like, this is my audition for theater. Yeah. And he came in like Mr. Peanut, but like doing like this weird Swedish accent. And I was losing my mind. And I was like, I know that this is like a serious night and we have to focus on like Jason and Spencer's fight. But like, I just want to hear Brandon like do more of this accent in like interview, get the more of the backstory. Just tell me it was as funny as it seemed on my TV. Oh, bro, it was better. It was, <laughs> and that was the, the problem is that whole night was actually really fun. I mean, cause we, it was, we shot for a while before we went into that dinner scene. And, you know, Brandon, I mean, everybody, Justin, every single person was in character. It was fun to watch that. I wish they would have highlighted that more. But, I mean, Brandon was priceless. He actually stayed through character into the next day. <laughs> I mean, just because he was so, you know, so, so, so pumped on this, this Olympic skier role. And we, we still joke about it till, the, till this day. I'm with you on that. He is the person I've gotten closest to through this whole series. And, you know, somebody I stay in touch with, we're actually golfing on Monday. And he is a good dude. And I, I wish they showed more of that side of him 100%. It seems like it's too bad it happened when it happened because it looked like a, like a really funny thing. Why did you decide to do the painting exposition and not go skiing? Honestly, dude, I was so mentally just kind of burnt out after that. Ashley and I didn't get the best night's sleep. And it was something where we just wanted to stay close to the hotel and just be more relaxed. And dude, art, it's a good form of therapy, man. It's a good way to calm the nerves. It's something that I've, I've done in the past. I don't know. It's it, an art's chill. I was just kind of over just being around the group for that moment. You know, it was, it's again, nothing towards anybody. It was just more of a mental place for me or I wanted to just do some self-care and just, you know, have no, no chaos. Was the group surprised at all that the Pratt's left the next day? I'd say the majority of the cast knew they knew they were going to leave and or wanted them to leave. And then there was a couple of people that wanted, you know, they're, bum that they left kind of going forward into the episode caitlin was kind of commenting on the audrina brody of it all and she said something that i thought was like really astute she was just like audrina's got a kid you know wants to find a, a husband and a father and she's with a guy who i can tell from personal experience doesn't want either of those things are you buying this whole relationship or is it just like a fun showmance? Nah, dude, I mean, there's such a long history there between those two. You know what I mean? Like, I, I think there's definitely a, a showmance. And I think that, I think there's always been some, you know, chemistry over the course of the years on and off between them. I mean, I don't know how deep it goes, but it's it seems like there's, there's something there. Going forward in the show, because obviously you know what happens and I don't want you to spoil anything, but like, are fences mended for people or is there just now like a big rift in the group? Oh, no, it's Heidi, Heidi and Spencer apologized to us. No, I'm just kidding, bro. I mean, no, there's a huge rift, bro. There's, it creates the biggest wedge ever. You know, they're the last people that will ever take ownership or accountability for what was said. Um, and it's, uh, it's, it becomes a part of, it becomes a problem, you know, it really becomes a problem in, uh, in how this moves forward. So is this now the storyline? There's, there's some twists and turns. Uh, I mean, uh, you know, there is a part of it that is, there is a gap that is created between the group, but you also get to see who tries to make things right and who doesn't. Uh, and, you know, I think there's some really cool 
things that are coming up that really can shed light and, and bring some attention in other areas that haven't been brought on yet, if that makes sense. I'm excited to see Justin Bobby's, it's, it was like tease that he has this conversation with his father and it looks like uh, Justin Bobby's maturing or evolving or growing. I'm excited to see his storyline because I feel like, you know, he's been this kind of like sage advice guy for a while and it's almost like he's just kind of avoiding drama just to because he doesn't want to be involved in all of it but i want to see more of him because i yeah. do feel like he is a very like compelling character dude justin is one of the most it, this season was incredible incredible to you know film with him i learned more about him this season than i have over the you know, whatever the 15 years of our friendship. I mean, even for me just to kind of see how this onion be peeled back, you know, there's, there's a, a, a really, really cool story behind it. And to see where he's at and where he goes through the rest of the season is, is empowering him. And I have a couple other cool scenes that I'm really excited about. And uh, hopefully they'll, you know, shed some light and bring awareness to, to substance abuse and mental health. I feel like it was a tough two episodes in a row for the Waller clan. If this show continues on, are, do you still want to be a part of it or are you starting to get a bad taste in your mouth from it? You know, great question, man. It's, uh, it's one of those things where I think for me, like what, what would keep me going for this is the amount of people this is impacting because we've had a, a, a large number of people reach out that have uh, struggled and or are struggling. And that was one of the biggest part of the reasons why I originally wanted to go back on the show was to show that you can change your life and that you can, um, you know, you can obtain recovery and find a life, a life that's worth living. And, um, and I think a lot of that is starting to come to fruition. Obviously there's, you know, there's some, um, areas of question because of, you know, just our own sanity and, and what we're willing to put ourselves, uh, into, but, uh, I couldn't decide one way or the other right now. You know, I think that's really where it is. But I mean, at the end of the day, as I know, I think that we are making a, uh, um, you know, we're smashing stigma, we're raising awareness and uh, we're bringing light to recovery, which was ultimately the goal. If you were an EP on the show, what would you have the show focus on more than it already does? I mean, in all honesty, I'd bring back Kristen, number one. Yeah. Cavallari is the first thing I would do. And I would dive more into the more personal things that people are going through. I mean, even just like Frankie had an incredible story this year with, you know, with COVID working in the nightlife industry, his whole world was turned upside down and what he had to do to pivot and how it affected his family. I mean, there was things in there that I think a lot of people could have related to. I think going a little bit deeper into people's relationships, I think because there are a lot of the cast have, have some things that are relatable to what a lot of people have gone through. And I think it'd be interesting. I mean, that's, Kind of would be my thoughts. The more raw and authentic it can be, the better off it always is. Yeah. And I think, again, as the cast has gone through a lot over the course of the years, especially the last year, year and a half, and that there's a lot of things that they could focus on. If you were, you know, in the edit bay and you, and you could change things, what's something that you wish the show didn't focus on so, so heavily? I mean, I think a lot of how the story was created about Ashley and the way that she, you know, is, was conveyed about, you know, being so, you know, nagging almost that it made it seem like towards Heidi and Spencer's drinking and stuff. That's not really what transpired. I think there was a lot more backstory to that. It made Ashley look, you know, more like she was bitching a lot about situations when, when it was just, it was really edited that way. So I think it would have been nice to have a lot of the conversations and the things that were said be conveyed to have Ashley say the things that she's saying to really have a clear understanding of the storyline, if that makes sense. And I also think that, 
we could have done without Sean Stewart's dating scene. I thought that was uh, something that could have not been there, but that's just my opinion. I deal with this a lot where someone will come off a show and say, I got a really bad edit. They made me look X, Y, and Z. That annoys me because it's really, really, really hard to create a storyline that didn't exist if people weren't talking about it or you weren't saying it or doing it. When you watch the show back, it looks like Spencer and Heidi like to drink. Seems very, very evident that that is something that's happening every time they go out. On that note, real quick, if I may, it's like, we don't get more power to you. We don't care if you drink or not. I mean, and again, as we're entitled to our opinion, if you are drinking and, you know, morning, day and night and you become annoying, that's our opinion. We're not judging you. I mean, that's just when we're around you, it's something that obviously is going to impact us and we're going to have our own thought process around it, but we're not trying to, you know, say you're a bad parent or any of these other things that they were manifesting or thinking that we said it was just no, there was no truth to that. Well, I'm sorry about the uh, episode last night. I'm sorry you had to go through it, but I'm glad that you, you kind of came out of it. My last question is, are you still blocked by, uh, by the Prats or do you know, uh, are you able to DM them or not? Oh dude. No, I, uh, I, I'm sure I'm still blocked. I haven't <laughs> even looked. But it's all good. It's all good. You know, I still have their number. Maybe they maybe they haven't blocked me so I can shoot them a phone call. Yeah. So there was no text message sent out because, you know, that was that was something that Heidi said. She was like, well, you know, Audrina has my number. She can call me. So you understand that, like, if you felt like you were wrong, that someone should reach out to you. So they never reach out to you being like, hey, you know, I had too much Jose Cuervo last night and like, things got out of hand and I apologize. No, no text from the Prats, man. No. You know, I'm, I'm not holding my breath either. Yeah. What's going on in your life? Before I let you go, what can I help you promote? Nah, dude, I think the main thing that, you know, is is the transition with the uh, with the newborn baby. We got Wyatt, who's been here for three weeks now, and just being there for, for Ashley and Delilah and helping in every facet that I can. And, I, you know, just still working on the Red Songbird Foundation and stuff with the Los Angeles Mission and helping those that are struggling out there. That's the biggest thing that I'm doing um, is trying to get people on a, a path of recovery. And that's just where it's at, you know, family, uh, God and recovery is where I'm at right now, bro. Two kids, bro. What the hell happened? God bless you, bro. Yeah, man. Who would have thought? <laughs> <laughs> well, I love you, man. It's always fun catching up with you. Good luck with the rest of the season. Obviously, you're always welcome. You honestly should just take over the show. I don't know why I do it. Let's go play golf sometime. Let's go hang out. Let's get together, man. Welcome back. It sounds like everything's going good with you, and I uh, appreciate you having us on. Seriously. Yeah, good talking with you, man, and um, we'll see you later, bro. Later, bro. Jason's awesome, man. Okay, so quick break, and then when we come back, we're going to do a catch-up on Siesta Key. That's right. Kara from Siesta Key right here on the Wells cast. Don't go anywhere. This episode is brought to you by Navy Federal Credit Union. At Navy Federal, it's been the mission to help the military community for over 90 years. And not just help them, but do everything to make sure they not only grow, but flourish. That's why Navy Federal Credit Union has all kinds of great savings and investment options, like share certificates with sky-high rates. So don't hesitate. Start growing your finances today with a variety of savings and investment options. Navy Federal Credit Union. Our members are the mission. Savings products insured by NCUA. Investment products are not insured. Not obligations of Navy Federal and may lose value. You deserve a moment to yourself every single day. And a delicious bite of a Keebler Sandies can give you that comforting pause. 
Bring along the melt-in-your-mouth magic of a Keebler Sandies to add a sprinkle of joy to your workday. This magic is baked into simple shortbread cookies by Ernie and the Keebler Elves. So as life continues to fly by, make the most of your me moment. Take a pause and enjoy a Keebler Sandies. Whether you're a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cash back on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024. All right, back in the Wells cast. One of the newest stars of Siesta Key. It's Kara on the show. How are you? Good. How are you? I'm fantastic. I'm I'm happy to have you on just right off the bat. How are we feeling just watching yourself on television like every week? Oh, God. I think everyone's in a grant that it's so cringy to watch yourself. <laughs> like whether it's a good scene, a bad scene, or blacked out, that's even worse. But it's an experience. You know, it's really something. I don't love it, but you know. What you need to do is you need to figure out a way to you know, move yourself up in the ranks to where you're not the one getting blacked out. You're the one getting people blacked out by serving them bad drinks. And then it's actually quite uh, fun to watch on television. Take it from me. You know, I'm learning. I got to chill out on the hard alcohol. Can't can't pregame with a whole bottle of Chardonnay. I'm getting there. Do you have like drinking restrictions on your show? We didn't until very recently. Yeah. We do now. We get a drink ticket now at yeah. parties. I think we're allowed three drinks. But I mean, I feel like we get around that, you know. So you get three drinks. This is interesting because on the show that I do, I'm allowed to give them two drinks an hour. They come with like a watch and they're like, it's 7.02. It's time for another round. So you guys only get like three drinks like per shoot. Yeah, if I'm remembering correctly, so we're getting literal like drink tickets now that we have to give to the bartender. Yeah, we can use those as we wish, but I I try to spread mine out. But I a lot of people drink before, a lot of yeah. free games are happening. So depending on that, there's flasks hidden away in places that they shouldn't be hidden. Yeah, it's always tough because there's always like a little bit of anxiety when it comes into like filming reality and like a drink or two like kind of knocks the edge off. But then you're always kind of like straddling the line of being a little too loosey goosey and then making real bad decisions or really great TV. It just depends on what happens, I suppose. It's actually pretty hard to find that line. Let's talk about your arrival. I feel like it caused a lot of drama. And I know because I've done enough shows that like sometimes like perception isn't reality but did you feel unwelcome um so i've told people this before i went into the whole situation like coming to the island i was pretty optimistic about it which is rare for me everybody knows i'm really not optimistic about anything but i was like it'll be fine like i haven't seen these people in so long like people will be happy to see me when i got there and i even told madison that i was like yeah like i have good intentions like everything's gonna be fine like whatever when i got there I felt extremely unwelcome just because so many people had problems with the fact that I was even there. And now I'm here stuck on an island with all these people that apparently hate me for leaving or hated me before. Who knows anymore? But um, (laughs) yeah, felt extremely unwelcome. It was really uncomfortable for a while there. 
So, like, uh, Garrett's new girlfriend gets, like, kind of aggressive. Did you feel like that was, like, unnecessary or valid? I mean, I knew I thought to myself coming to the island, I was like, I know Garrett's new girlfriend is there. Like, I'm going to be nice to her. I'm sure she's going to be uncomfortable with the situation. Like, I would hate that, too, if I were her. So, I really, as I said, like, only good intentions... I heard she was really nice. So I was like, yeah, of course I'm going to be nice to this girl. Like there's no reason for me to go out of my way and be rude. So the second I sat down and she like started attacking me, her like five foot one self trying to like defend Garrett, which also I had no idea why Garrett and I had issues. Um, Yeah, that was extremely irritating. And everybody thinks I'm like such a bitch and I'm so rude, but it's like, why am I going to be nice to people that are not nice to me? If you're initially not nice to me, I'm not going to be nice. I just don't know what everyone expects, you know? Yeah, people just don't understand, like, the position you're put in. Like, to be, like, sat there in front of, like, Garrett and his new girlfriend and them having so many problems with me that I had no idea about. Yeah. It was was weird. Are you on good terms with Garrett now? We are. So in last night's episode, we kind of, like, I guess I apologize at the end of the conversation. The conversation started with me, like, again, I'm not really sure why we had problems. Um, but I guess I heard him towards the end of our relationship and didn't realize it or really, I think I just didn't really care. Like my whole thing is like, we've both moved on. Like we're both with different people. So I just, I didn't understand like the relevance of even having a conversation about like past things. Um, but he's just a lot more emotional than I am, which is hard for me to sympathize with sometimes. But I got there in the end. We know that like you and Madison are on good terms. Uh, I guess my question is like, where do you stand with like the rest of the group? I'm on good terms with Madison, Kelsey, Juliet, Jordana. Amanda and I, I think are on the fence. Maybe she's coming around to being friendly with me. Maybe not. I'm not really sure. Uh, Kenna, not really friendly with. Don't really care to be friends with her. Who else is there? Oh, Chloe, Chloe, that's a whole nother situation. Not, not friends, not even close to friends. Any opportunity in the future for you guys to become friends? Um, no, I, I have said this multiple times. I don't see a world where her and I are ever friends again. And I'm thoroughly happy with that. What is your take on the Kelsey Juliet drama? That's interesting. I was just talking to Jordana about this yesterday so i know that kelsey has no plans to ever be friends with juliet again and i was saying to jordana i was like that's gonna be hard just because like they're gonna be around each other all the time like eventually they're gonna be friends and then i thought to myself i was like wait i feel this way about chloe like never want to be friends with her again but like we're gonna be around each other so i think juliet and kelsey like staying there staying apart staying their separate ways it's been working for them i just don't know how long it's going to work for them because of the situations they're going to be put in. And when it comes to like more specifics of like Juliet slapping Kelsey in the face, I don't think there's any room to defend Juliet on that end at all. Like on last night's episode where Amanda's trying to defend it the whole time, it's like, just, I think, sit down, shut up and listen because just don't. If you defend that kind of behavior, you look dumb. So if you had to pick sides, who would you pick? Oh, come on now. (laughs) I can't. Throughout the season, there's been like a lot of talk surrounding Juliet being with Sam for to rip off a bachelor cliche uh, for the right reasons. Do you think that she's only with him for the money or do you think it's like true love? So when I first heard slash 
saw them together. I think I had the same opinion as everyone else, like whole money reasons type of thing. But they, like comparing Juliet and Alex and Juliet and Sam, Juliet and Sam are like very happy. Sam's a really good guy. He's really good to her. He's so kind and generous as a whole. And I think he makes her a kinder person. So as of now, I feel like, I think it's it's a real relationship. I think they're doing well. I'm sure they have their explosions and blow-ups because of how different they are personality-wise. But besides that, I think I think they're pretty solid. Do you foresee yourself like staying with this show for like the long haul? Like, are, are you not going anywhere? Or is it one of those things when you start watching yourself back, you start getting like a little, I don't know, fatigued of the whole rat race of doing reality TV? If there is a long haul for the show, I'd be happy to be a part of it. This time around, I'm like far more comfortable with the cast. I'm better friends with everybody. Like I feel good filming. I think production has grown a lot since I was here two years ago. So yeah, I I don't know. I'm and watching myself is like really awkward and cringy. But I'm like, you know what? At least I'm I'm honest with who I am and what I'm doing. So. Even if I f*** up, like, that's okay. I'm still honest about it. I'm just going to own my sh- cards on the table. That's my thing. Subtracting yourself from the show, when you watch it back as a fan, is there anyone that you think kind of gets, like, a bad edit or a bad rap that's actually c- much different than they are in person? And then, like, adversely, is there anyone who you're like, they always look so good and they're not that awesome? Yeah, that's funny you asked that. I think that Kelsey isn't portrayed on the show as she really is or it's just like it's kind of off because I know she gets a ton of hate um Instagram and like fans that I meet a lot of them have like not good things to say about Kelsey and I'm like I don't really get it but I guess from a fan's point of view there's just like a lot of catty bullshit going on with her life and situations that she's put in so I think she's a lot she's great in real life she's great in person but people seem to really f-ing hate her on the internet. Outside the show, what do you like? What are you doing? What are you promoting? What do you want listeners of this show to know about you? Um, so I'm starting nursing school. That's a thing people already know. I'm also working on a jewelry line right now. It started off as all like lower end affordable stuff, but now I'm starting to get another like higher end line. So I'll have the best of both worlds. Um, currently working on that. Not sure when it's going to launch yet, but relatively soon in the next few months. I'm very excited about it. I'm wearing a couple of my things now. Nice. Um, But yeah, people will see see some of that on the next season. People want to follow you. Where do they go? My handle on Instagram is just carriageiswelly. I don't think I have like any, I don't have a Twitter. People are so mean on Twitter. (laughs) I do have a TikTok. I don't make them, but I'm an avid TikTok watcher. Also, carriage as well, I think. Carol, thanks so much for being on the Wells cast. It's been a delight to talk with you. Everyone out there, go watch Siesta Key Wednesday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern on MTV. Is there anything that I didn't ask you that you want to talk about before I let you go? Um, nothing I can think of. I think you've you've hit all the points. Awesome. Well, enjoy the rest of your day, and I guess we'll see you next week. Thank you so much. You too. Later. Subscribe to Wells Cast on iHeartRadio, Apple Podcasts, or anywhere you get your podcasts. It's the internet. There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. 
or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. With the new Dexcom G7, you can achieve better diabetes results without painful finger sticks. It sends your glucose numbers to your compatible phone or watch, so you can always see where you are and where you're heading. See how food and exercise affects your glucose, making it easier to spend more time in range and lower your A1C. Take control of your diabetes with the number one recommended CGM brand. It's easy to get started today at Dexcom.com. That's Dexcom.com. Dexcom data on file 2023. If your glucose alerts and readings from the G7 do not match symptoms or expectations, use a blood glucose meter to make diabetes treatment decisions. For a list of compatible devices, visit Dexcom. Whether you are a savvy spender maximizing your savings with cashback rewards, a thrifty rate watcher seeking the lowest interest, or a travel enthusiast looking for extraordinary perks, Kemba Financial Credit Union has a visa to complement your lifestyle and unique needs. Apply today at Kemba.org to unlock a limited time 2% cashback on purchases. And pay 0% interest on balance transfers for an entire year with a new visa from Kemba. You deserve a card that works for you. Restrictions apply. Offer ends June 30th, 2024.